A growing number of coastal communities are considering how to protect essential infrastructure like government buildings and roadways from sea level rise and climate change. One Florida town is taking a different approach, focusing instead on the natural environment. 90.7's environmental reporter Amy Green takes us to tiny Yankeetown, Florida. Yankeetown is a coastal fishing village in Florida's Big Bend area, near the peninsula's northwest corner, where the Withacoochee River flows from central Florida into the Gulf of Mexico. We're now on the Withacoochee River. Bill Phillips is a local fishing guide. Cabbage and sable palms and cypress trees sprout from the shoreline as the river winds through the salt marsh. The docks of residential homes jut into the water, boats bobbing beside them. A black cormorant flaps near the rippling surface. A manatee lifts its nose for air. A weathered shrimping boat cruises by. Phillips isn't the only fisherman on the water here in Yankeetown. It's a beautiful river. It's one of the prettiest ones in Florida as far as I'm concerned. In a state where a hands-off policy leaves local governments on their own, Yankeetown's approach is unprecedented. The town has applied a state law aimed at vulnerable infrastructure to natural resources like the Withacoochee River and its fisheries that are economically important and physically protective against sea level rise and climate change. Cities like Fort Lauderdale and Miami are installing pumps and raising roads, but small governments lack the same resources and clout. Tiny Yankeetown is a leader. I don't think it's fair that the people of Yankeetown are not afforded the kind of protection um, that people in Miami or Fort Lauderdale might get. Jack Putz is a biologist at the University of Florida. This little town in, you know, in the Gulf Coast of Florida was one of the first in the country to develop such a detailed um, approach to dealing with the inevitable of, uh, of sea level rise. In 2016, the town added an amendment to its comprehensive plan establishing nearly 86% of its area as a so-called Natural Resources Adaptation Action Area. Yankeetown is one of six local governments to apply the concept. The others include Broward County and Fort Lauderdale, where the designation has been used to focus infrastructure funding on flooding issues. Thomas Rupert is a coastal planning specialist for Florida Sea Grant. Yankeetown is definitely the first one to focus the idea of an adaptation action area um, on natural resources as opposed to built infrastructure. He says local governments need more leadership under the administration of Governor Rick Scott, whose policy is one largely of denial. Since the current administration, there's been a lot less focus on climate change. The governor has raised doubts about whether rising tides and more extreme weather are threats, questioned whether human activity is speeding the Earth's warming, and banned words such as climate change from use in state reports and communications. Jack Schofield is Yankee Town's mayor. He gives a driving tour of the town. Right now we're just left Town Hall and we're going up one of the main roads to get out to County Road 40, 63rd Street. And uh, this is really the heart of downtown Yankeetown. Few coastal regions in the country are as unspoiled by high-rising condos and hotels as Yankeetown and its surroundings. Some of the longest-running climate change research anywhere is here, where protected lands such as the Withacoochee Gulf Preserve have supported groundbreaking studies on the impacts on the natural environment. The town already is underwater, with city lines actually extending three miles into the Gulf of Mexico. More of the town's area is wetlands and open gulf than dry land. 
The population is 502, according to the last census count, as the locals like to say. It dips to maybe 200 during the summer when locals flee for cooler air. Politically, the area is conservative, with some 66 percent of Levy County voters supporting President Trump in 2016. Moss-draped oaks shade tidy homes. Yankee Town's only restaurant is the Blackwater Grill, across the street from the city hall and adjoining fire station housing a single truck. The closest grocery store is 12 miles away in Crystal River. The goal is to preserve natural resources by giving them space to evolve as the world warms, without the impediments of seawalls or development right at the edge. By doing so, natural protections against sea level rise and climate change are fortified, like oyster reefs that serve as buffers against rising tides and damaging winds and are economically important. The town also is left with room to migrate to higher ground. Larry Feldhusen was mayor when the town established its Natural Resources Adaptation Action Area. These are the marks on the wall that uh, the water level came up to in various storms. He points to three lines drawn with black and blue marker on a wall of the fire station. This mark down here was from Hurricane Hermine in, on September 1st, 2016, so it, it just barely made it made it into to this building here. Yankee Town sits five feet above sea level. And so when Hermine pushed the tide to six feet, some 30 homes flooded, including Feldhusen's. He and his wife have lived there for 15 years. After several moppings and disinfectings, and that uh, seems like that goes on for multiple iterations, you finally get to where you can go into the house and you've dried it out and it's it's clean to actually be in. Nearly two years after Hermine, the Feldhusen's home remains in disrepair. Their flood insurance requires that if more than half of the structure is damaged, all of it must be brought up to code. Among other things, the couple must put the home on stilts at least 10 feet high. All of the costs could force them from their home. Yankee Town faces existential change. Sea level rise of a meter by 2100 would convert nearly all of the town's dry land, including developed land, into regularly flooded marsh. More extreme weather also is a threat. It's possible residents like Feldhusen or insurance companies will grow weary of rebuilding. He says he and his wife probably would stay in the area because they like it. But after all of the town's planning with him as mayor, he can't say whether storms like Hermine are related to climate change. The hurricane was a Category 1 when it hit Florida's panhandle. I've seen hurricanes come, and, uh, and some years you'll have a, a pretty substantial hurricane or two, and then other years you'll go by without without any hurricanes affecting you. Many in Yankee Town talk of the climate as cyclical, once cooler and now warming before cooling again someday. The paradox underscores a deep commitment to the natural environment here as the town, like many others along the coast, faces an uncertain future in a changing world. Amy Green, 90.7 News.